0: Peace and quiet.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> until neighbors come. <laughs> I was
0: like, dude, it just—it just keeps getting louder because it's circling the block.
1: Probably. I
0: it's wonder like if you mean, were to It's like no
1: one's before. getting ice cream.
0: I, want, I, I think people would.
1: Depending on what kind of ice cream they get.
0: I think it's just the thrill of like something to do that's different from their routine lives.
1: Probably, and there's maybe to, like. Maybe it's an ice cream, like, store that ran out of business and <laughs> trying
0: to, like, rent the truck. Yeah, dude, I would, right? If yeah. I was an ice cream store right now and no one's coming to my store, dude, I would, I would, I would start m- an ice cream I would go truck. mobile, yeah. Right. I'd be like, delivery? But, but, okay. okay, well,
1: I'll drive over there. Okay, but
0: then, to be fair, it's easier said than done because to actually have a refrigeration truck, you need a <sighs> license, which you probably will not get because right now everything is on lockdown. And two, Normally. that stuff is not expensive. Like, it's at least a minimum of 10 I believe, a refrigeration truck that can have enough, like... To put ice cream in store ice cream at all. Oh, uh, I see. Yeah, it, it's a good idea in theory, but most likely probably not going to work. I do wonder if the ice cream places are going to have trouble. At <laughs> Tin Pot. I'm surprised. I, I, yeah. I'm
1: surprised they got ice cream in the Whole Foods already. I so. like
0: that. I'm going to try it out one day probably. I want to try it. I hope it's just as good.
1: I saw the lavender one. I was like, oh, that was my favorite, I think.
0: That said, welcome guys to the podcast.
1: Yeah. Hi. <laughs> um,
0: w- We are not sponsored by Tin Pot. Would love to, but moving on. Yes. We're going to talk about relationships. It's quite a jump from ice cream, Mm -hmm. but it can relate in a way because ice cream was one of the first memorable dates that I had with you, and I think it was at Tin Pot.
1: I think so, too. Right? And that's when I started loving you more (laughs) because if a man buys a woman ice cream. Yeah, he's a keeper. You you hear that, guys? <laughs> that is like
0: tip number one. <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> but that said, I feel like our relationship has evolved so far from since that moment.
1: Oh man, right? so it's been years. It's been years. So fast, yeah.
0: But it's it's crazy because I I totally evolved. Like I had multiple stages of evolution in terms of what I thought a relationship should be like. So. I would love to hear your point later in a bit because okay. I want to see how it compares to mine, right? Okay. So, so let's hear from you then. So my, mine is like super traditional Cantonese-Chinese background where my mom, like you, when you're married, you get married for life. We're married.
2: Woo. We're married. Uh, if you want to hear more, it's at our
0: first <laughs> podcast. Yes. Anyways. So you're com- expected to stay committed forever. Even the mention of divorce was taboo. It was like a, you don't want to do that unless last resort. Yeah. Like the kind of like do whatever you can to avoid that. Every problem can be fixed. And it's kind of interesting is because even the advice that I've, I've gotten from my dad and I've gotten from everyone else, which is good advice that I've gotten from everyone else, would just be like, you know the key to a successful marriage? Be patient to your wife. And and to me, like I get it, it makes sense. It's a good trait to have to be patient. But I think that they're coming from a a. They're coming from a, from a mindset that you have to be patient above all, meaning that you should never confront your spouse. And even if your your spouse is like
1: or like criticize her,
0: or, or criticize her. Even if your spouse is like telling you all the bad stuff, blah blah blah. Like like. You should still accept it like even if she's throwing a tantrum or whatever you have to just accept it
1: okay what if she's arguing or she's like trying to fight with you
0: then you have to suck it up as a chinese traditional man i believe that's, that sucks so right well that's okay that's different <laughs> like like uh, again this is different this is purely from my own personal experience because okay, okay. i do know that there are many chinese families where the man is the the man of the family and and, and it's the like,
1: woman's submissive
0: yeah, and and it's so bad that. Mm. I don't remember what, what what that word was. Unfair. Um.
1: Unbalanced.
0: No, I don't mm. remember.
1: It's okay. Like a word.
0: But anyways, yeah, the man totally dominates the relationship in in a way that it can't even be abusive, which is definitely not good. But
1: or like the guy cheats and the woman just has to.
0: There's nothing. The, yeah, with it. At those, in those in those certain types of relationship, there's absolutely nothing you can do with it because it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, fine. What are you gonna do, right? If a woman is, is in a relationship and she divorces, then everyone's gonna be like, oh my god, she's there's something wrong with her. That's why she was divorced.
1: It's not just that, but I also think that if a woman divorces, I think for most cases where usually the, the traditional man works, earns the money, or yeah. the woman stays at home, right. if she divorces. Right. Who's it's a, a, right. Who's it's a, usually often unfair. often like a worse place. It's right, gonna right, be the right, woman.
0: Right. But I was also gonna say that even on a societal aspect, right, mm-hmm. if we're looking at how society treats women who are divorced versus divorced male men.
1: I think there's a little bit of um a, a worse vibe. The, there's more um, there's
0: more judgment being passed on the woman who's divorced. Yeah. Right. And that sucks. And that it's totally like why sucks. are you
1: divorced? Right? Right. So
0: well, okay, this is totally sidetracking from, <laughs> from what I was trying to say, but in a good way. But the way that I grew up, my family, was just to be patient beyond measure. So mm-hmm. never get to that scenario where you're like, you can't work things out. If your wife is really angry with you and she does something really silly that you really don't like, just deal with it, learn to deal with it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Isn't
1: it, is it both what your mom and dad uh, taught you or just your dad or...
0: It's just seeing them from example because my dad is ah. always very gentle. He's always very gentlemanly. He never mm-hmm. raises his voice. He's always like the, okay, keep calm. Everything is okay. Hey, I support I you, t- wife. <laughs> I support you. I'll take care of everything. Don't worry. And uh, even if he gets yelled at or whatever, that he's like, he's like, it's like, okay, like just uh, relax. Like don't worry. Like this is not the worst that can happen.
1: That must be really hard though. Well. To- take that position like
0: it is really hard and especially of course when i was younger and i had these relationships and and it wasn't always that like that like I, I would lose my anger um because my ego would be wounded so i'll be like oh how come you didn't you didn't call me back or whatever i don't know i sound like a girl now like, <laughs> like, like back in the day in middle school no that's judgment what they would, right that, no yeah but that's how they would say in middle school like i get this they were like oh why don't you call me back and i've gotten into multiple arguments it's, it's so silly in retrospect like can't believe middle school relationships are so silly. But anyways. Um, I don't
1: think I had a middle, high, middle, middle school, school relationship. relationship. My first one like I had crushes, but it w- never really, like, a my, real my, relationship. My
0: first one was sixth grade. Wow,
1: all the way from there? Isn't that when people start puberty or something, especially for guys?
0: Okay, um... I, I don't know.
1: <laughs> it's been a while.
0: Okay, it wasn't like the kind of like girlfriend, <laughs> boyfriend. It was just like I like you. I like you too.
1: Oh my god, we're we're together <laughs> <The little> flowering <laughs> de- flowers. I hearts. I like you, I don't like you, I like you, yeah. I don't like you. <laughs> yeah.
0: So no, I'm not gonna No. But I think that at this point in our relationship, I would say that I am very patient, I am very tolerable, but I do also encourage us to see things on the same page mm. so if you don't understand something i don't understand something and we're angry we usually take the time out and, and, and calm down for like five to 30 minutes or whatever how long however long it takes mm. and then we say look we approach this in the wrong way and i think there is a better way to talk things through maybe what you're seeing isn't what i'm seeing And that is almost 99.9% of the cases all the time. It's just simply our emotions cloud our minds. And we snap and we say things we don't mean. When in reality, it's just because we didn't understand it or took the time to understand it from a different perspective.
1: Yeah. I I just think it's, um, you know, each person doesn't know the whole picture, uh, especially when given the other person's perspective. Right. Yeah, it's kind of like this uh, story I heard or something, or somewhere I read. But basically, uh, there's a man and, and his wife. The man comes back home from work, and, you know, he's he's excited to see his wife. But then he notices his wife is very tense, and she's washing the dishes. And she's got, like, a lot more errands to run. And he goes like, oh, you know, like, I, I could just clean the dishes. And he just goes ahead and, and tries to help her out. For some reason, she storms off, uh, still mad. And he's like, why is she so upset? I'm just trying to help her.
0: This story sounds really familiar, by the way.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I think he told me this. But the, the wife eventually like gets into an argument with him. And he gets mad because he's like, look, I'm just trying to help. And it turns out that the wife, her problem wasn't really having too many like, errands to run or whatever. It's because she wanted just... More, more time to, uh, you know, talk, talk with him, or seeing this underlying problem.
0: More relationship bonding versus like every, either of the the spouses doing chores and stuff like that in yeah. everyday right? Yeah, yeah, I could see that, right? So it's
1: like more of a connection, mm-hmm. like missing that connection instead of like dealing with daily errands, household. So, Ooh. so are, that's kind of you... like an example. It's like different perspectives, but. You know, it's, it's, it's tough, you know, in a relationship, you don't know what each other's are, each other are thinking.
0: Are you ready to go deep?
1: Go ahead. I'm up for the challenge.
0: (sighs) All right. Come on. So, (laughs) so a few days ago, we kind of got into something Mm. similar where we, uh, where I started thinking that we were slowly falling into routine. And the thing is, this it's and it's crazy to even even think of it from this perspective, given how far we used to be. Because back then we used to say like, okay, my ideal relationship is just to have someone that you can talk to, and uh, you share the same interests, yada yada yada. We both like cooking, whatever. It's all very shallow, superficial. It's not very intellectual because you don't mm-hmm. really expand or grow. See the challenges of a relationship, a really good one, and and, and I'm being humble, like I cannot in any way constitute or say like what's a perfect relationship. relationship. So I'm saying this basically purely and this purely anecdotes based on my own experiences, right? So um I believe that in order for a relationship to really thrive and not just remain stable, there's a difference Mm -hmm. between thriving and remaining where you Mm -hmm. are is you both have to grow. Yes. because when you first start dating oh my god there's so much to know about you oh my god you did this oh my god you dated that many people oh my god you like this person <laughs> like there's there's a lot that you can talk about a lot that you can learn because it's like new
1: information right but it's very as stimulating a, but
0: as the years go by because people's habits never really change imagine this how different were you from a year ago not not you but like anyone in general not very different that's why they say oh what have you been up to <laughs> same old same old because it's always really the same thing people are we're creatures of habit we follow the same routines we do the same we make the same dishes we go to the same places we shop for the same brand. Yeah. we don't really make active changes which is to not too s- much. which is to say that's all of most people's relationship in a nutshell is because if you don't really do anything outside of the real outside of work, which you don't really talk about at home because most people are stressed out about work. They don't want to talk about work want to talk once about they it. get back home. Right. So what else do you have to talk about? The T V show that you're both watching? Right? Or like the the food that, that's on the table. Like
1: That will that that conversation will die
0: quickly. <laughs> yeah. Which is crazy because yeah. I think I don't remember the statistics, but couples don't really talk much. I think I, it was
1: like Twenty-one minutes uh, uh, during dinner time, or during no during a meal during a meal. Assuming it's two-hour meal, do they just talk for twenty-one minutes uh, after like married couples? Hey, yes.
0: Can you pass the salt? Ten seconds. (laughs) 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 Oh man.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but it's it's just not a very deep, uh, intimate conversation. No, that's why
0: that's why I like to go deep. I like to go go into it, but. If you don't really learn much or you don't really have anything mm-hmm. to talk about, it's harder to have new topics of interest, right? Yes. So I think we also hit that point where we we're like, yeah, we have our own thing. We're not really growing. This was back in the past. We were not really growing as much. And so in, in the beginning, we we're like, oh, yeah, this is great. This is fantastic. But then we realized that we hit a point where, okay, things are kind of like, it's still good. We still have a stable relationship. That we still love each other, but it's slowly falling into the cate- <laughs> it's still falling into the category of where it this weird transition, where the relationship goes from one where you have pure attraction. And I mm-hmm. fall head over heels over you like that into a more oh, you're now a part of my family and I love you, but the love is like a brother and a sister, and I don't. I'm or, not really or, as or like attractive. a roommate, like a roommate, right? <laughs> like, like yeah. basically that's why they call a dead bedroom, which is like a wait, bedroom, what do you call it? Dead bedroom where there are like no sex and and they're uh, couples together like uh, a, like husband and wife, and then, I then never those heard are that the. Term. It's common. It happens everywhere, mm. but it's just an example of like it, you basically turn more into roommates, and there's not much of a attraction attraction, which is fine mm. because that is how things are. It is extremely difficult, I'd say, to continuously find new stuff to talk about and whatnot right and so this is all crazy but I think one of the reasons why people like stay committed to a marriage they say like oh yeah I'm I'm gonna get married and I'm gonna stay for the long term blah, blah blah a huge part of that is also really because they become family at a certain point right it's like the things that you would do for your mom your brother your sister mm-hmm. like stuff like that you develop the same kind of emotion and and it's a different kind of love, right? And so they call it not in love, but loving each other,
1: right?
0: <laughs> So you love each other, you're just not in love.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know yeah. what you mean. And
0: we kind of slowly transitioned into that until we both started just learning more about ourselves. And that was probably the most challenging part of a relationships. It wasn't the traveling. It wasn't the, oh, my God, we're broke as hell. Like, we literally had Six yuan, eight yuan—really R- low amount of money in China. We were almost broke. We had to walk miles for the Nick's food, and we've been through experiences like that. We went through floods. We've been through fires. Like,
1: dude, we've been through a lot
0: of shit. <laughs> we've been through a lot of shit. We've been through a lot of like minor, <sighs> stupid arguments.
1: But it was probably the most memorable <laughs> things you know, that we was. Have remembered. Was. You know?
0: Yeah. Like Good I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade it for everything. Right? Yeah. These, are, all these little things are what make you who you are. No, nope. but that said we went through all of these but even then we still had the biggest issue with our relationship was why we travel we weren't really growing growing is because we still see the same countries with the perspective we've always had right
1: so kind of like going to the capital of the country and going to the more um close to the touristy areas right uh, right eating what like everyone like raves about.
0: Yeah. So. Well, wait, wait, it, it, well, uh, let me give a better example, I think. Okay. So people who really like their McDonald's, who really, really like their KFC, the first thing, not first, but definitely if they go to do, like an Asian country or whatever, a lot of the times they go end up at the McDonald's <laughs> and the KFC there because it's familiar. So they aren't really changing who they are. So they are really experiencing the world the very same way but just a slight different variation of it. But you're not really growing as a process. You're not really growing as part of it. It's because you're in your comfort zone. You don't grow when you're in your comfort zone.
1: Are you referring to uh, people who, f- like, first-time travelers?
0: Just or not just, just first-time. I've done it. I've done oh. it plenty of times, right? Okay. Like <laughs> Not just first-time. It's just, it's just saying that we're often more comfortable where we are. So even if we take ourselves into the middle of nowhere, we seek what's familiar and what's comfortable. Yeah. And that inhibits growth, yeah. right? And because h- growth is inhibited, it means that your your mindset and your worldview never really changes, and therefore, you don't really have much to talk about in a relationship that has already spanned the years of all the knowledge that you already know up to that point. Yeah. So, it wasn't until we really got heavy into reading we really changed in our mindset and we're like, we're looking at things the wrong way. And that's when the argument started is because I, I hit this period in my life when I was like, what is the whole point of making money? What is, does money mean to me? Why does it even matter? What, what is the driving force behind it? Would I really be fulfilled if I got money? And it was like a midlife crisis for me because you know, it just really, my entire life I hadn't been chasing money and going back to the marriage thing. It was like, if, My wife is at home, and she is making all these meals. She is making something for the yummy, taking care of the kids. I'm going to do my best to work hard, make money, bring money home, and the entire Uh, family will be happy.
1: You have one responsibility, in other words.
0: Right. And so it was always chase the money, chase the money, chase the money. Yes. But when I started traveling, because I was way too stressed to make any more money, I realized I can't keep doing that because it's not sustainable, right? And so the value of money for me shifted tremendously and when it shifted tremendously, I realized, why am I here with you in the middle of nowhere? What are we after? What is your purpose? Are we happy? What do we want? And that just kind of brought in so many questions. And because you're unsure, I was unsure. And it just, it just got weird pretty quick.
1: Uh, would you say that would be the shakiest part of our relationship in terms of... Um Kind of like the sta- stability of it. So,
0: so I wouldn't say that's the shakiest. I say, be, and the reason why I say it's not the shakiest is because after we came back from the U.S., there were even more. Uh, uh, like Okay, so there were even bigger moments, like bigger arguments and stuff, because it had to do more of with who we really wanted to become after we came back. Like, it was identity problem. It was an identity issue, right? Like, this is something... It's basically having to discover who I want to become in life and knowing it with surety that this is the path forward. And discovering that path means that I have to question everything in it. And I think it for a, a greater part, was it was also the same for you. It was just really understanding, like, what are we doing? Where are we... What do we want, and our values and everything had shifted tremendously from country to country, yeah, and so I say that a is not there, but in that is probably the beginning of the series of these little like what the fuck is going on? What do I want to do?
1: I think I think you started these um these big questions about like who you want to be, what do you want out of life, yeah, starting I think somewhere in our mid trip in Southeast Asia
0: it was a mid trip, yes,
1: yeah. And um, uh, I guess with all of these questionings, it just made you reconsider a relationship.
0: It wasn't considered a relationship. It was more like I was considering myself mm. because it was like, I want to do all of these things. Like I felt like at that point, I haven't really lived life because I go to school. After school, it's work, right? And I think, I think a lot of people can relate where they're like, I feel like I haven't really even lived life. Hey, have I had time to play a musical instrument? No. Do I even like music instruments? I don't know because I've never tried.
1: I don't think we were really taught to explore our, you know, interests or hobbies. And it was always like focus on the more important stuff like go to school, study hard, get good grades, graduate, and then, you know, find a good job right after school. Our our,
0: our parents encourage hobbies, but it was hobbies of their choosing, not what (laughs) we were really passionate about. Right. And um and that's kind of the thing. When I left my previous relationship, it was because I was way too stressed. And this was when we were working on a startup together as well. Like Um, it was my my previous relationship. Like I got a lot of good things from the relationship. I understood a lot of the kind of person I wanted to become, but not what I wanted to be in life and not really what was meaningful to me because I lived my life kind of like what my dad taught, which be patient, right, to your girlfriend, spouse, wife, whatever. Yeah, your partner. And I was more patient. <laughs> I was more giving. And I never took the time to really say, what do I want? Do I, like, am I interested in... And musical instruments? Do I want to paint? Do I learn how to draw? Like, what do I want? And it was always work, 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 work. So,
1: somewhere in the back of your mind, as you're on your startup and you're in the relationship, in the back of your mind, you're just thinking, like, what do I want?
0: Yeah. And when you're so swamped on time, and and in a startup, you're literally doing 60, 80 hour weeks, right? You have no time for much else. So, all the remaining time, your spouse is like, hey, remember, we're still in a relationship. Like, we've got to, we have to do something together, which is usually something that they would prefer right
1: depending on like what their interests yeah. what your interest yeah. is
0: so because of that i never had the opportunity to really discover my own interest because it was me trying to give more mm. and looking back i don't regret mm-hmm. a single thing is because i do believe that taught me how to be uh more more thoughtful in a relationship it taught me how to give but then it also taught me my own weaknesses, which was I didn't know Jack shit about myself, because now you ask me like, "Oh God, Lord, I hope I live a, a very long time because I have too many passions <laughs> like uh, I, I I can't even count them with with with." Like I, I have literally over twenty, thirty passions that I you're really just, like, want to get bubbling into, bubbling
1: with like fiery determination. Oh, you have like, no ah. idea, like, oh,
0: I want to get into topics like, oh, yeah, mechanical keyboards, yes, motorcycles, like, yes. yeah, motorcycles, <laughs> yes, like, like ergonomic desks, like, it just keeps going. But mm. that said, I didn't understand or discover any of this is because I never had the time to. Yeah. And so, I wasn't really ready to be in a relationship when. We first met each other again while traveling because it was just really me trying to recover from the previous relationship. And it was also me really trying to figure out, like, I cannot work any time anymore. I am just surviving on what little money I have left and Mm -hmm. figuring out what is the next point in my life. Mm -hmm. And I was hoping that by traveling, I would discover more of what I like because that's the only thing I knew I did enjoy was traveling. So I thought, okay, I'm going to do more of that. Yeah. But when you, when you came into the picture, then that kind of changed the dynamic because it's, like, <laughs> it's like me wanting to show you more of what was good. It's because you used to think like, oh, I don't like Chinese food. I don't, I don't like dim sum. I don't like porridge. I don't like uh, dumplings. Well, I don't well, like let's pizza. Just,
1: let's just say back then I was – not the most experienced uh, person in anything. And so I was pretty much like open to anything yet. I still had some biases against did, things yeah. I didn't like. Yeah, so for sure. China, Chinese food.
0: Yeah. Because of uh, your previous relationship, that's why you don't like oysters. China because you had a breakup there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> business, so, yeah. So, but, but that's why every time we go somewhere, I'm like, you've got to try it. You haven't really had this until you've had it. So, of course, if you want Chinese food, oh, I'm going to take you to China. And now you love China, right? Oh, so, I want to go back. Yeah. So it's it's all these little things where, again, I place you forward because it's what I've done in my previous relationship. T- to but, give. <laughs> right. And so when uh. I had my crisis, which was like, who the, who the fuck am I? What is it about money? Why does it matter to me? It realized... I've got nothing for myself. Mm. I realize if I, you take away the money, fine. What do I have? I literally am in the middle of nowhere. I have you, of course, but I am I am not near any friends. I am away from my parents. I have no other emotional support other than you, of which I am giving and dedicated 100% of my time, which also caused a different kind of argument, which was like when we, it, midway, we were kind of, I was kind of like, dude, you're always trying to focus on work and I'm trying to figure something out for our relationship and do something more and you're not. You're not prioritizing this relationship.
1: Yeah. Right? And
0: and to me, it's probably because I was like, I'm giving you all of this at the sacrifice of finding myself. So that's maybe what happened. I don't know. So
1: you just felt like at that point you still wanted to give more to the relationship than to spend the time no to... I, I
0: wanted to spend the time to figure out who i was mm,
1: at the same time
0: probably then. more so but mm. i still gave is because that's what i was taught and that's how i treated my previous relationship right
1: and th- those two just kind of conflicted. they, they just
0: conflicted yeah. <laughs> and yeah. and so um that's why inadvertently i ended up saying like oh gosh is this the right decision that I'm making is because that early on in a relationship years ago, it's like, are you the, are you really the person that I want to be with because you're not putting as much effort into the relationship?
1: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Right.
0: So that, that, that just made me like kind of question that.
1: Yeah. I I could see your point. And like, I don't, I don't mean to, have upset you back then when my focus was more on work than the relationship, just because in my past I had given my whole life to somebody yeah, see, else. It's
0: the complete opposite. For yeah. Us, so like which is our, our
1: lives were just kind of switched. So it's yeah. like you, you want to, you know, you, you had a relationship, you gave it your all and I gave it my all. And, um, and yeah, you, you just wanted to find yourself, and i wanted to find myself but you still kind of felt like you wanted to right. have a relationship yeah. because and, it was nice yeah. and it was different yeah
0: but, but but that's also the the crazy thing for you is like you were in a relationship where you gave it your all but you it didn't it worked out terribly it turned out terribly you ended up completely heartbroken not knowing anything so you decided i've got to focus all my time on work because to protect yourself right
1: yeah dude it was such a such an intense heartbreak because Mm. you know I've been with this person for almost a decade and and that's that was like more than one third of my life yeah and so by uh, leaving that relationship it felt like I wasted almost 10 years of my life and I just wanted to not uh, exactly be back in a relationship or like try to give myself again uh, to a relationship but instead to have some kind of foundation something that I could build so that I won't have to yeah. feel those same feelings again.
0: Yeah, it, may, it makes sense. You're just protecting yourself. So
1: I, I didn't mean to, but you know, right. s- deep down inside, I'm like, Ugh. like I, I do want to be in a relationship because I believe I am a very committed person yeah. when it comes to relationship. Even if there's some shit going on or like I'm not very happy or you're not happy, yeah. you know, you just figure something out and we'll, we'll resolve it. Right. Yeah, I feel like in that sense, I'm kind of traditional because my parents are also, you know, still together. And, you know, what's the divorce rate in like U.S., like 60% or something, 50, 60%? It's pretty high. It's pretty high, but my parents are still together. Your parents are still together. And that kind I of... I know
0: I have many friends whose parents are not.
1: Same. Yeah. Same. So, but but then it's just like, it teaches me that, you know, it's nice to be committed in a relationship because... It, this is so much harder to maintain yeah. versus oh oh like I'm gonna blow off this relationship because it's just so hard. I'm gonna right. I'm gonna go after somebody else that I think is better.
0: Right. See, this yeah. is also this is also a little interesting because then you're like you're like oh yeah you were in such a long relationship that's why you're heartbroken. I was also in a very long relationship. Yeah, you were eight years, seven and a half, eight years. It was pretty close. But it was pretty long, but yeah. it's because I was in such a long relationship and I realized like. I never got the opportunity to learn more about myself. That's why when we were thinking of being in a relationship, I was like, oh, like, I don't know if I'm ready for another one yet because I want to discover myself. But again, things just kind of happened and then we ended up in one. And I guess that's like the whole, the polar opposites where we both have <laughs> entirely different scenarios.
1: So it's funny because we're kind of magnetized towards each other, but at the same time, we're kind of like, keeping our distance a little yeah, bit because we're like I right? we, so we haven't figure fully, myself Right. We haven't fully out.
0: trusted ourselves or the other person yet. No. Yeah. And that, I think that was the beginning of all the questions that really turned into a lot more shakier because then we started to say like what are your values? What are my values? Like and we had to really hash it out and, and basically say like you know what do you what would you rather do for the rest of your life and give up on? And this yeah. is where the compromise come because I believe in a heart of a relationship. It's not You should always be patient. You should always take shit from your spouse or whatnot. It is about finding a compromise. It's not necessarily equal ground. It's giving and taking, which is the essential part of a relationship. It's If something that she does you don't really like, you're not agreeing with, can you find a different way to approach or to deal with it, which depends highly on your creativity.
1: I also think it depends on the other per- person's. Um, okay, well, yeah. I was going to say uh, it depends on the other person's personality, uh, mood during that moment. You know, just different circumstances. You know, y- there's different ways to approach it depending on how the person is at that moment.
0: Right. Yeah. But we've grown a lot is because I realized after we came back, or like even before we came back, Uh, I realized that that was like the year, the year I guess we started really changing. We were in District 7 of Vietnam when we were living together and we were starting to be like, okay, you know, we're really committed, we're really enjoying life. We don't have much, but dude, our experiences go beyond most people our age. We have traveled, we have made friends, we have had amazing food, amazing stories. Like, God, I wouldn't trade any of our travel experiences for anything.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Those years shaped who we were. Yeah. They were transformative. We've learned so much. We figured all that out.
1: I'm, I'm glad that I was able to travel with yeah. you because I think one thing I've learned is that uh, if you really want to see if somebody is your compatible partner. Uh, travel with them. Yeah, travel with them uh, in addition to like living with them. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So if you if you have done those two and you're able to communicate with them and you know deal with their hard moments times yeah. then yeah, they you could you could definitely see it in the long run that you could <laughs> you know communicate with each other, connect yeah, for sure. Even through those you know sometimes shaky unexpected moments. For sure. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But that was that was like where I'm going to go back to how you asked me if it was the shakiest part of a relationship early on. Early on, it wasn't. Yeah. That was just the beginning of where the questions were being asked. Small but the, shake. Yeah, but the shakiest <laughs> parts were actually when we were the most calm and we knew we wanted to be with each other is because it's like, I'm not going to let you go, but there are things you need to do to change.
1: Oh, and, are you saying this was like before our marriage or
0: something? Oh, yeah, way before. way oh, before. Way before, I, uh, way before our marriage. Okay, like, okay. this was like, this was in Vietnam District 7. Mm-hmm. So this was like, you and I both agreed, like, decided like you're the person i want to be with i'm working hard with you but at the same time i really don't like my life as of the way i am right now you know i'm like okay i'm overweight i um i need to make better changes i need to follow through on the projects that i want i want to become a better writer i need to do this i need to read more and having i, I just having a ton of terrible bad habits like eating sweets all the time eating fried foods all the time and Ugh. and and I desperately crave change is because the thought kept running through my head, is this all I can ever amount to, this person? Because if I am who I am and I never change, nothing will ever change. My future is already predictable.
1: Basically, you'll kind of uh, mimic how it was for you in the past, just like nothing changing and you you want to – Seek something for yourself. Yeah, yeah, be yeah. More yeah. yeah, exactly. So get so, something
0: so I have still yet to discover any of my passions and whatnot. And there was a quote which is like It is insane to think if you keep doing the same things, things will ever change. It won't. Right? And I'm totally butchering the quote. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, I like, like I always, when I remember, I remember the context of or, the, or like the context of the quote, but not the actual words of the quote itself because I'm not good at reciting. I, 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 I think I'm I know
1: which at, one you're talking about. It's like if you always do the same thing, you I know David Goggins said results. it once.
0: Well, you know, like, yeah, with the word insane or Gandhi, I don't remember. Yeah. Would Gandhi say insane?
1: I, I, have, <laughs> I have no idea. But,
0: but that said, it was shakier is because I wanted to be with you but if you didn't change, who do I choose? And this is the kind of change where I I, I came to you and I was completely vulnerable. I was like, I'm not happy with the way that things are, even though we have a happy relationship like even though I, we're both I, content even though we're both <laughs> content like i look back at our videos and we're, we we had so much fun and, oh, we, we had such oh. a good time
1: are you talking about our vlogs
0: our vlogs yeah we had such a watch your we vlogs.
1: We <laughs> vlogs
0: they were they were super genuine and fun to yeah, make It was, it was right? nice to so, have. so i i really yeah. liked it so that was a an, an example of the kind of relationship in the life that we had which is truly great but we always had those questions where we're like are we truly content to be here thousands of miles away from friends and family and start a life where we're content with each other, but we're really not where we want to be. And we both believe that we're destined for greater, have more potential. So that starts the whole shaky ground of the relationship is because how far are you willing to change yourself to match me and my expectations as I'm growing and I'm unsure of how much I'm going to grow. And then it went to even shakier ground is because once we started deciding to grow together, you started growing in a different direction, which is great because individuality, right? You're like, these are the things that I hold more important. These are the things I care more about. And I'm like, I whoa, oh, I, Jesus. <laughs> I care more about this stuff. So then, like it you, it don't kinda, wanna, you don't want to.
1: You don't want to like the same things for everything. You don't.
0: But that's where it kind of diverges. Is because like, wait a minute, we now have our own goals. Yeah. Like, what's going on with Cause, our relationship? Because
1: I remember back in my uh, first and longest relationship that I would tend to follow the interests and hobbies of um, he who shall not be named. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, you know, liking the same sort of like Korean hip hop music or right. Um, Trying to like guns, which I never really ended up liking guns yeah. nearly as much as he um, – yeah, just like yeah, video games, just yeah. liking everything that he likes. Yeah,
0: See, but, but I'm, I was very different. I kept pushing you to learn other stuff. Yeah, and, I'm and very think,
1: grateful for that. <laughs> and I think
0: that was actually one of the many arguments we had because I was like, dude, stop following what I like because I think you should have your own thing that you want to learn and follow and, and seek. Right. Yeah, I was constantly pushing you because so to me, that was the part where I was like, we, we're basically equal partners in this yeah. relationship. If we keep just doing what I want, that's not really part of a relationship. That is you simply following along. And while I'm sure a lot of people would love that kind of relationship where there's no arguments, I would say that not having any arguments is not an indication of a good relationship. I
1: thought it, I thought it, it used to be yeah, actually. It's it, <laughs> it, it, it simply
0: if you have no arguments, it simply means that one person is be, be, being more submissive than the other. <laughs> one person submits yeah. all the time. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's not really a good indication of a, yeah, of a great I, relationship.
1: I, I used to believe like if there's no arguments, it's right. a healthy relationship.
0: Right. So, so I, yeah. And so, those, so going back, what I would say is this just like how they say, when you have more and more money, the problems you solve, you still have problems. It's just those problems are upgraded, right? They're just harder problems that you have. So, it's not as easy.
1: The longer in the relationship you're in, then of course, you're going to have to go through multiple problems, resolve it. But right. then you're gonna encounter a yeah. new one, and
0: and and those new problems that you encounter are the harder problems, which is why the midpoint of a relationship was way shakier than in the beginning when we were just asking questions.
1: Oh, isn't it gonna be harder though?
0: Well, now I, now now I think we're problems. at a now I think we're at a point where we truly understand each other, which is why I thought it was crazy how far we evolved since then. Yeah. Because now we're at a point where we're we're really committed to each other's growth. It's like if you say, hey, I want to learn this. Mm-hmm. Then I go out of my way without telling you and I look and I research into it and say, hey, did you check these out? And we have a conversation about it. It's because I tell myself to try and find something that interests me within that spectrum of what you're interested in. Yeah. So an example is, you know, you're, well, okay, this one is easy, but you're like, oh yeah, I'm going to grow my glutes. And I'm like, great because like (laughs) i think it's attractive you have a nice glutes now or growing but
1: thanks um
0: i you know if i it's easy that one's easy for me because i think it's attractive then i'll be like yeah i'll also help you look at videos to see what can help you grow your glutes and i'll be like okay is this an exercise that have you tried this one have you tried that one and then we could even have a conversation about that which is pretty great but it's just i think a balance, a good relationship is a balance of um, trying to engage the other person in their interest and being respectful of it, even though you might not be necessarily interested in. And this yeah. is where creativity comes in and compromises come in. It's because if you genuinely like something like makeup, yeah, right. Of course, I'm not gonna say anything about it, but if you want to engage and have a better, open conversation. You can be like, what do you like or don't like about this makeup? I'd be like, show me an example of like models or whatever that have a makeup you really like. And then uh. you taught me, when I showed you earlier, you taught me, oh, yeah, these are the eye differences. This is, I, have, I have rounder eyes like instead of the almond-shaped eyes that so this doesn't match me. Yeah, some like right? extra details. You know? And then I can be honest because we had that conversation, then I can be honest and I'm being like, you know, I think you actually look better with your hair like this instead of like this whatever.
1: He likes my hair long.
0: Yeah, like it longer. He doesn't want me to
1: cut it, but I have to
0: cut it. Well, yeah, that's fine, right? I yeah, you can trim it. Just don't cut it too short unless you want to. (laughs) I'm gonna shave my head ball. Take that. No, don't tell him it's a secret. Shh (laughs) um That said our problems now are much more What
1: would you say your problems are right now that we're struggling
0: with? Well, our most recent one. Again, don't know how deep you want to go.
1: I don't mind. Yeah, I I said I'll, I like a challenge.
0: All right, we're gonna be fully transparent. Yes. Okay. So the most recent problem is, you got off your birth control pills. Yes. And the reason why you got off of it was just simply because you, it was like it was the period of the time when you were taking sugar p- pills, like placebos. Yeah, right? placebos. So, you're taking the sugar pills. And you started noticing, like, oh, God, like, my hormone imbalances, everything's changing. And then you thought, man, what are these hormones doing to my body? Like, can they be really affecting what I f- feel? And to you, like, in the beginning of the relationship, we had you had a, a, a good sex drive, a natural, average, healthy sex drive.
1: That was, like, back then before back then, yeah. the birth but, control but, pills.
0: But now... We realize and looking back, you realize that oh, I'm actually my sex drive has been slowly decreasing.
1: Yeah, so basically, when I first started taking birth control pills, um, this was like two and a half years ago, uh, I basically took the US kinds. Uh, I didn't really look into the type of ingredients, and I should have done my research back then, but I just took them thinking that okay, you know, it'd just be nice, convenience instead of using a condom because. Uh, Personally, I don't. I don't like condoms. (laughs) Too much information. (laughs) (laughs) But then, but then, uh, over time, uh, I started realizing that I just wasn't as interested in sex. So then, you would take the initiative, and I'd just be like, "Oh, he just wants it." Um, Well, I
0: tried to also be respectful.
1: Yeah, yeah, I understand, which I appreciate. And it just, um, I think, over the long run, it just started like just decreasing yeah. until the point where I felt like I had just almost like zero sex drive and it was Yeah, it, it was definitely weird. changed a
0: lot looking back.
1: Yeah, and I thought it was because oh maybe our relationship is just getting very stale or something or um I don't know, maybe I'm just getting old and my hormones are just like decreasing right. <laughs> over over the over the age. But um uh there was this one moment when this one day when uh I took the I was done taking the birth control pills, and I was on the placebo yeah. pills. And after taking the second one on the second day, I felt just emotionally unstable. Yeah. I felt really shitty. Like, my mood was down. My energy was down. And normally, I wouldn't have these cases because I take my supplements. I take a good, the good kind of supplements where it boosts me up.
0: Was this where we talked about on our last podcast that you were just angry during that Yeah, so just to
1: wrap it up, like I, I took them, still didn't feel good. And eventually I had to research my way out of this emotional rut. And I realized maybe this is the birth control pills. Right. And so after I decided the day after to stop taking it, and I know you, when I told you this, you're just like you're probably like in shock, and you're like, "Wait, oh man, well, that uh, means like yeah, like like no like fun. you see like
0: see like see uh, it." Of course, when you tell me, then my instinct is like, "Whoa, what the what the heck?" <laughs> I, but,
1: I think most guys would feel threatened. They're like, right. "Why are you taking this away from me?"
0: But yeah. then, thankfully, thankfully, and this is something I'm truly grateful for: is having the awareness that they wait a minute this doesn't mean anything. This doesn't take away from your relationship.
2: Mm.
0: You know, she is still the person you care about. Everything is exactly the same. So immediately I decided, you remember like the next thing, I think the immediately within a second, I was like, sure, let's do it.
1: Yeah. You were actually very supportive. In yeah. The, because, initially... I, because I
0: realized like, like there's emotions. There's also logic. And the logic to me was maybe that is the key because would I rather be in a relationship with someone who has a healthy sex drive, who's normal, who, who has more fun, like, and and has overall better mood, like, it's better for you, right? Yeah. And that is where you put your own selfish desires away in order to support the person wholeheartedly, and that is yeah. about supporting each yeah. other. Yeah.
1: Basically, when I researched, I realized that there was a lot of long-term benefits of, um, being off the pill. Yeah. Uh, uh mostly including increased sex drive, better mood, better yeah. energy. Uh, a lot of girls say that oh i feel more like myself and in tune with my body right and i'm like i don't think i really have gotten to that stage you know
0: it definitely takes time i mean if you've been taking hormones for a long time i'm sure you're gonna have some kind of withdrawal yeah so so
1: so i already looked it up and it takes on average uh, for girls about a few weeks to a few months and some 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 of them even to like a few years to really get back into uh, normal hormones but um yeah, I I just once I was off those birth control pills, then I started feeling real emotions. Like yeah. I started feeling a lot of stress, a lot of tension. Yeah, the, like
0: la- the past the past like week has been pretty tough for both of us. Uh yeah, especially you, I'd say. Yeah. But um definitely impacts me because my sleep has been affected my neighbors have decided to read bedtime stories at midnight to their kids super which, loud which i am <laughs> yeah props to them for still carrying the tradition of doing things like this father son bonding. Yeah. But, but to me i was like come on this is like fucking midnight it's like, this, a, 12 30 a.m well i i i, I, I Our... treasure my sleep you know and so
1: let's just speak a little loud no, or, softer, I mean, please. I, mean, I mean, speaking of softer. Don't listen to her. <laughs> but, yeah,
0: um,
1: but you, you were—you were not in the. No, very and good and and it was mood. at the
0: point where like. Uh, I'm not going to go into detail about this because this is still kind of a secret, but I am literally planning the biggest project I have ever undertaken in my life mm. and possibly will be one of the biggest ones because yeah. it's the most challenging given my current circumstances. Yeah. Right. I'm sure in the future, even though it's a bigger project because I have a better mindset because I've grown from all of the experience leading up to it, it'll be easier to tackle than now. Yeah. Because now this is like mm. the biggest change I've been planning it for such a long time. So, huge amounts of stress
1: a lot of pressure a lot of pressure
0: i'm calm mostly calm because of the supplements of of the supplements (laughs) of the meditation of all the routines and the systems we have in place yes if it's not for these it would be possibly crippling depression anxiety i don't know yeah we have like it's crazy right like i don't think people realize that how it feels like to if you evolve your mindset to a point where you're more, you hit equi- I wouldn't say I have full equanimity, which for people wondering is like having a state of mind where you're always constantly calm, like not not being affected by any being emotional like a, trauma,
1: being like a stoic.
0: Yeah, being like a stoic. So, yeah. so I haven't hit that point, but I've definitely gone to a point where now I can look at things objectively. I can calm my emotions down, right? I don't enter the parasympathetic state where I'm like fight or flight. And now I'm just more – I look at things. I see it with perspective. It takes me a second, and I'm like, okay, got it. I'm on with it and move on with my life and continue on. Um,
1: I'm just wondering how you're able to, um, you know, with all the pressure and stress about I redirect, all these things. I
0: redirect the stress. I focus on the things to be grateful. Ah, uh, I see. So I'm under a lot of tension, but when I'm talking, I'm very calm is because the tension is muted. It's still there, but it's muted. Yeah. It's like – if the guy is honking at you behind your car versus it's a guy honking his horn at someone else, that's at the end of the block. And you hear it, you're like, What I wonder what that guy's honking about? Like no. that. It's it's a lot muted now versus
1: I see. You know. Well, I'm there. I'm kinda glad that you have cultivated and developed yeah. that yeah. inner calmness yeah. because ooh, this like you said, this was a very tense and stressful week for us both. Right.
0: So I was super stressed and then you came to me with the and like whatever right well yeah. and this was the point when like we reflect almost every other week to say like are we on track to doing the things that we want to do in life do we are we pushing in the right direction are we aligning with our values and our beliefs and and that was the point when i started questioning and so when we talked about it we're like uh-oh and it's suddenly like I could see you being visibly stressed and being like, <laughs> like, oh. And and so you it probably was,
1: never see me that stressed. No, him. that's for why like a while. I, huh? No,
0: but, but that's why I, I told you, dude, man,
1: I, I was I was not used to that level of stress. See, it's
0: scary because I've never seen you like that. But at the same time, I love it. It's because it means you're feeling more. You're more emotionally aware, right? These more are
1: emotionally new- in tune with my like inner self
0: <laughs> yeah which is which which can only be good because yeah. if you oh, okay it's it's terrifying but if you can overcome it you know yourself more you have more emotions in your arsenal it'll help with your writing it'll help with yeah. who you are it'll help with a relationship yeah
1: dude i i remember when we were talking to each other across the window just yeah, because yeah. i i wanted some open air i was like feeling too cooped in yeah i was like oh Very like I I feel so tense and stressed like I am so not used to it and it just made me think like had a passing thought and I'm like is this how you felt back then when you were super stressed and super overwhelmed and nothing around you could really make you feel good you know it just felt like everything was a downhill and things that you once liked or, or enjoyed doing just didn't seem like so anymore
0: welcome to my world baby yeah and so i was like wow for the
1: first time i actually feel like a a connection to you because i'm like wow now i know i understand uh your angle your perspective from way back then when you were uh, traveling and trying to figure out yourself and feeling all the stress you're like oh like what do i want like it's
0: the i i I call it the
1: Mid midlife
0: crisis. <laughs> yeah, like the like the midlife crisis inflection point. That is the point yeah. where things just all you're like converging on you, and you're like, whoa. Yeah. I don't know what to believe. Yeah.
1: It's not a good feeling. It's though. not. It's such a shitty feeling, and I'm like, dude, I now now I see why. Like with birth control pills, you're like, why why don't you want to like change or anything? Because I think my emotions were numbed out. I think I just wasn't feeling anything enough to change.
0: Let's just say. Right now, this week, you have had more emotions than you had had for many months in total.
1: It was probably all bottled up inside, or yeah, something, which, was my like, which was like,
0: crazy. But at the same time, like I said, I'm glad and grateful for this. Is because it's, it's, it's good. It's good for you to open up and like understand these. But definitely, it throws me off because I'm like, whoa, okay, now <laughs> it's like now a, I'm... a
1: new, a new girl. No, not girlfriend. A new wife. <laughs> yeah, a new, a new wife.
0: But, so it definitely have to kind of figure it out and see myself and, and 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 so 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 going back like this is the the big thing about our problem was like you were like oh no like i have i i get off the birth control pills and i'm like you know your hormones are spiking and you're not happy
1: it was almost like to the depressive state almost like yeah, anxious I get, depressive yeah like-
0: so i like that's why i really tried to no. Do whatever I could and be like, "What can I do for you?"
1: Like uh, I, I remember just like yesterday, he was he, uh, he was trying to take me to Whole Foods, uh, yeah. just to shop around, look for something like nice to right just splurge on, I guess right. And we we bought a bunch of stuff, and even though I was like, "Oh, cool! I got my like premium granola, granola, and um, uh, like a really nice chocolate chip cookie." Yeah, things
0: that normally make you really freaking yeah. Ecstatic I and would happy. be
1: so happy normally. I'd be so ecstatic to try it. But all I was feeling while shopping was like, oh, great, like granola, cool. Um, sure, chocolate chip cookies, cool. I didn't feel that happy emotion. That no. was weird. No. I felt like I was just off tune, but probably is because I'm, I am still have the lingering synthetic hormones <sighs> in me. Yeah,
0: and then you did uh, meditation, self-hypnosis, didn't do anything. No,
1: I, I took my supplements. I didn't do anything, and... Oh, it, yeah, was, it was it was just it was a, hard.
0: It was hard. It got better at the end of the night. It was like yeah. you, you managed to last through the day.
1: I, I I thought it would be a really long day, which it actually felt like a long day. Yeah, but, but we uh, tried
0: we tried everything that we could think of. But at least here's the thing. Here's what I would say. Mm. I'm so glad that you entered this point in your life with the awareness that you have, because otherwise you might not have been able to take it. Because I remember it was so hard for me. I was in a slum for months in asia
1: i think i kind of learned from you like how to figure it out yeah but, so oh. like not to stay in the slump because yeah, like like is, you like it.
0: you were in the slump for like a day or two like today you're fine you're happy like everything's great We today did great was the for today parents.
1: was the first day i actually felt really good today
0: yeah like 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 it was it was such a drastic <gasps> oh, maybe change maybe all it's... the
1: hormones are out like that no like <laughs> okay
0: cross fingers you know knock on wood but okay Definitely. Like, I was in a slump for months when I went through it. Like, I remember I wouldn't eat. I just wouldn't want to get up. Yeah, you had no I,
1: appetite. I
0: had. I, I had. I was absolutely like literally mm. depressive state.
1: Yeah, and and the and the hard part was I I couldn't understand your your feelings that, and emotions. That's also that's
0: also why I probably felt a little bit distanced because like probably. you're the only person that I'm with, and I gave yeah. up that stuff for whatever. And and then to me, I'm like, I'm you're working, you're busy focusing on your work, and then. I'm, at the same time, I'm not getting you, the support yeah, I need. Do, do
1: you know why, though? Like, okay, this is my perspective. When I see you in a slump, obviously you can't work, you don't have the energy. And right. uh, we were pretty much in a very close to broke situation. We were, yeah. And so I was like, oh my God, like, I need to work my butt off. Yeah. Earn that money so we could stay a little bit longer in Southeast Asia and yeah. you'll have more time to. Uh, you know, find yourself, discover yeah, you see, what you, you
0: like. See, you see, that's the crazy thing about like people's different perspectives. If they never really yeah. talk about this, they don't see the different perspectives. It's yeah. like how we talked about our last podcast, like a few days ago. You were angry because you were like, uh, you you basically. I asked you, hey, you want help? Like I'm like I was like, are you okay? You want help? And you're like, no, I'll just make a scrambled eggs. And then you were <laughs> upset is because you we we train ourselves to put ourselves in hard situations where. If something is nice and we're like, oh, this would be nice, we take, no, we're going to hold back. Or we really don't like something like, oh, I really don't feel like running, but I'm going to go do it anyways because it trains our willpower, mm. right? And that's something we constantly do. So you were like, okay, maybe this is a point where I really want his help, but I'm going to train my willpower. And so he's like, no, I got it. And then you were really angry. Because I
1: have rule number two, which is if I have the energy, I'm going to fucking do it.
0: Yeah. So you got, you got <laughs> upset at me for not helping But then to me i was like thinking from my perspective which is you know when i am not in a good mood i rather people not help me because they're gonna get it wrong inadvertently i'm gonna find other ways I'm gonna find other opportunities of being angry at that person because, like, you didn't salt my eggs Duh. <laughs> or like how you how dare you put so much salt? Did't you know my I eggs are you?
1: one second not cooked long enough. yeah, like, like I would
0: but undoubtedly, I've known myself enough to know that I will find a reason to snap at someone, and that's why I don't oh. even put myself in that situation. So yeah. I was like, okay, I'm gonna retreat. I'm just gonna wait in the kitchen for like maybe another minute and then you just didn't want to talk to me. so I was like, okay, I I run off and hide for a little <laughs> bit.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's just like the different uh, way of how we um, process—not just process, but like what we would prefer. So, right. so you would prefer people to
0: silence, not
1: not deal with you, like yeah. you want silence, quietness. And for me, it's like, oh, like I just—it would be nice, like to have support. But you know, just yeah, so, just so, kinda like do it, don't ask right. me.
0: And this is us finally knowing about that after years of being in a relationship.
1: It was like three and a half years. Right. Or so so yeah. that's
0: that's what like where I said we still don't really know much about each other and we're still learning and this is like how a relationship can really evolve that far instead of just I like this. We do this together, and even if you don't like it, you do it anyways because it's for your spouse. It's different. It's like now we're seeing the perspective, and yeah. that makes it a whole a lot easier to support each other because we don't feel like I'm losing something out of it. I don't feel like I'm being coerced into doing things I don't like, but I'm actually understanding it from your perspective and saying I want to do it because I support you. Yeah, and that also helps with being grateful. Yeah, right? definitely. But um, I think the thing but what was i going to talk about uh, well it, it had to do with your getting off of the birth control
1: um yeah I, I just feel like more in in tune with your emotions my emotions and
0: oh no 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 so so it's crazy because uh, after 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 you decided to go off of it this week and you're like oh yeah i have a i have a low sex drive and and so as soon as I heard that, and, and this is crazy because I didn't even know, right? I just, <laughs> I just, like, I just yeah. had a, like for us, we, we, do, we experiment with a lot of crazy shit, which is, you know, we do all sorts of biohacking, which is like, oh, we eat, we do intermittent fasting, we do fasting periods, we eat cold showers, we, 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 cold showers, we do all the stuff just to optimize our minds cognitively. Yeah. Right. And so one of them was, I remember a few months ago I was telling you like, you know, maybe we should have sex less. We're still really into each other. But you said maybe... like once a week. Yeah, once a week. And I was like, I'm like, <laughs> we're he, not he, really. He suggested not me, <laughs> which is which is fucking crazy. But this is this is. This I is bet
1: all guys would be like, dude, why,
0: why? Hot wife, come on, you're so you're so hot right there. Why would I not want to? But John, you just like yeah. But um, the reason why was because and this is scientifically proven but when you have to anticipate things you look more forward to it it becomes better experience
1: basically things that you enjoy right uh put a limit to how frequently you could access right, it right exactly
0: so you don't you don't spoil yourself yeah. you don't get used to it
1: so obviously let's say you love ice cream if you have ice cream every day it's not going to feel as enjoyable as if you had ice cream uh, at the end of the week
0: now here is a very Terrible life tip that has worked for me. Oh God! (laughs) If you also want to stop with something, like stop eating McDonald's, eat a lot of it so you get so sick of it. Oh God! (laughs) And henceforth, I am not eating McDonald's anymore. Nope, he made a uh, a a lifetime commitment commitment. to never to never go to McDonald's or Mm -hmm. any of the major fast food chains anymore.
1: Yeah. Props to you. Thank you. Yeah. But that said, I still yeah. want my McDonald's. <laughs>
0: <Funny thing. laughs> you can have it and I'll support you. I'll drive you there. I'll look at you. Make muffin. And then I'm going to eat sweets and stuff that you can't. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but, oh. But so, so when I, when I realized like, okay, you had the, yeah, so, so we were already like considering doing it once a week and it, it was really hard and we're still kind of getting used to it. I didn't really like it. It wasn't, didn't feel right because uh, as a as a couple, it is also proven you should have healthy sex all the time because it's good for the relationship, et cetera, et cetera. But that said, not going to go into it. Um, when you said that, and I thought – and this added more stress to me because I thought, wait a minute. If you take away the sex –
1: if like you if t- I if take you... away the birth control pills, no, no, it no. means no sex. Kind yeah, of thing. Well, well,
0: because like you're definitely your hormones are up and down. You're definitely not in the mood, no matter what.
1: Uh, temporary, right?
0: Temporary, yeah. Temporary. But I don't know how temporary, how long temporary is. It could be a week. It could I don't be know months. either. It could be, like, <laughs> some people <laughs> said some people, people said half a year. And so I was respectful of that, yeah. and I said I support you all the way. That is absolutely fine. We don't need to do anything. But it was such a sudden shift, like suddenly that day, and we're like, "Yep, that's it." And so to me, I thought, I thought, okay. So here's the situation. No sex, nothing. But the problem is this. If you take that away, then it makes me think, what do we have in a relationship? Sure, we talk all the time. I love talking to you. We're I love talking to each other. With you. We have a lot of fun together. Mm-hmm. But do I really know you? And so it brought back the times of like when I was <laughs> discovering who I am is because now I have all these things I'm passionate about. Like I, I love all these weird things all these, yeah, giant
1: all. spiders.
0: <laughs> I love all these weird things, but you, because you've been kind of focused on more on work, it, it's crazy how it's come full circle. Now you've more focused on work, which I am also too, but like in a different way. Um, then you haven't really taken the time for self self care and figuring out your passions and what you want to do. That's so why I'm like, you know, why don't you try this? Why don't you try this? And to me, I realized we're at a point in a relationship where, again, we're repeating exactly the history where I don't really know who you are and what you want Mm -hmm. more out of. I don't know. We have a super fucking content life. We're super happy and fulfilled. But I want to see you push the envelope to discovering more things, right? Yeah. Like you said you want to get into singing. How do you know if you love singing or are good at it right you don't know until you try what if you like drums what if you like motorcycles what if we both get into bass guitar i don't know like there's so many things that especially the past few months i've been so passionate about that i'm like oh so many interests i'm so excited to talk to you then i realize wait a minute maybe that is the key to a relationship is both encouraging each other And making sure that each other is growing at the same rate that you are. If you're growing too much, you hold yourself back, push the other person, support them until they hate that same level. And that's amazing is because you get to share new experiences with them. So I dare say that – well, something that we're putting into practice for one is uh, we – like every Saturday is going to be our day, like a date yeah and and and, and i even went um as far as pretending that i was this i don't know how to give a a short story into it so i'm gonna just try and make a short story back in the day when i was playing around when uh she was still when we first started dating and then and then I made, I remember I made this fake, a fake account and I was like, You made
1: a fictional character. I made
0: a fictional character <laughs> and this fictional character would be like, Oh my God, man, John already asked you out to a date. I was one step behind. <laughs> I should have asked you first. And so it was just for fun and jokes. and then it make you laugh. And so it was fun. And, and I dug up that account and I started to message you on that again. And I was like, I finally <laughs> got released from the closet after years. <laughs> and, and, and I, I was like,
1: I thought John killed you in the closet. Yeah, <laughs> And I was like, like,
0: like it was, it was just all fun and games, but I brought back this character oh. because, because then I get to talk to you in a, in a, in a, in a different manner than we're used to. I'm breaking this routine. I'm breaking yeah. the cycle so that I can flirt with you as we used
1: to. Oh, I was not expecting that. I was very surprised in the morning to find that text from your fictional character from Uh, way back then. And I was like, ah, this Uh, is nice. He's asking me on a date. Right, yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) And and I didn't expect that either. But this this is like the point at which we've kind of evolved and gone so far, which is I have an idea. I do it now. So I woke up at 4.45 in the morning because Jesus, super I great. just thought of it a split second. I'm like, oh, this needs to be done. That's immediately, immediately started changing the profile picture or like changing the name, like making the real fictional character, figuring <sighs> out what to text you, cutting the flowers, like.
1: Feeding or uh, putting the chickens outside. Yeah, putting the chickens before outside. I like, yeah, before they scream and I wake the, up.
0: Like, like doing all <laughs> of that. Yeah. Be, and, then, and then realizing like, this is great. It's because. We're back to the whole, oh, when we started flirting in the beginning of the relationship, you didn't know much about each other, and so through that, I want to encourage you and ask you like, oh, what do you like or what do you don't, and and really get to know you more like that. Yeah. And so I'm like, I, I this is where, cute. yeah, this is where I'm like, I never thought that I could push and evolve a relationship all the way to that point where you can actually bring back. The intimate moments of the early stages of of a relationship so you're not just stuck with oh my god the honeymoon phase which everyone calls it and then it kind of kind of evolves into this more family familial love kind of relationship yeah
1: the different love
0: so i literally try everything i can to break that to break the routine because who knows how far we can push the relationship.
1: Well, it's uh, kind of like, um, well, I don't, I don't want to say like a muscle or like a skill, but it's just something that you could develop and grow.
0: It's something you can cultivate, uh,
1: right? Kind of like 1% of marginal gains kind of things, like yeah. Change it, but you, you can increase yeah, the, yeah. If you, see, the uh, strength uh, <sighs> of the relationship.
0: Yeah. See, the thing is, if people don't, a relationship is like everything else. It's like a career It is, if it's, it's like your career, it's like everything you do in life. If you don't put the time into it, if you don't invest the effort into it, there's a limit to how much it's going to grow. Yeah. And here's the catch. A relationship is for life. Well, for most people, hopefully for life, (laughs) hopefully every single day more so than work because when you're working nine to five, it's Monday to Friday, not Sunday to Sunday right yeah, you don't come true. home to that person and it's very very different and you, you don't just like say oh i'm fired from work i'm going to quit work when you quit a relationship it's a very different story you 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 can't quit a relationship as easy as you quit a job
1: i don't know i think it's like kind of hard because when you kind of compare a relationship to work uh, i mean how many hours do people work it's like 8 hours 9 hours maybe yeah. And by the time they come home, how many hours do they have with their spouse? They or have partner? more. I don't think so. No, they, have, entire they have more day.
0: time, although part of it is sleeping.
1: Yeah, I, I am including that sleep as not part of it.
0: Oh, okay. But yeah, I'm
1: okay. saying what remaining hours do you have with your spouse? It's not going to be as much as work. It's
0: not. No. Because,
1: like, eight hours to work, eight hours to sleeping, probably less than eight hours to your spouse.
0: That's why, like, your partner. That's why. That's why I, I don't so it's remember really this. Hard. Yeah, it is. It is really hard. But mm-hmm. I, I don't remember exactly again. Terrible. I, I don't even think it's a quote, but someone was like <laughs> was like I'm married to work and when I'm home, my wife is also work. <laughs> no, and I was like, actually, ouch that's a, that's a good question. I was one. like, ouch, but it made it made sense like in the context of someone really that's, working. That's hard actually hard re- to go that's home, actually a really good Right? Quote. Because it's I like, like that. it's like it's like ouch like it's reality. Yeah, right. It's reality. <laughs> For most people, right. I guess. So
1: Yikes. But, Yikes.
0: But we definitely don't have that. We're very respectful. Because and,
1: we're working together. <laughs> so yeah, but no, but that's
0: also crazy. is because when you work together, there are even more problems that you can encounter and stuff like that, right? But there's
1: also relationship strengths when you're working with each other. There on are. On the same project.
0: But I also think the reason why we work so well is because before we even get into work life comes first. And how we treat life is by our values and our beliefs and when we talk about it, we hash it out. And when we have these beliefs in place, these systems in place, everything comes easy. Which is why if you're asking us like, like, Ooh. oh, we, you have a you have an extra $200 to spend, what are you going to spend it on? And I'm like... On you? On you. <laughs> no. So both of us instantly really decided, split second, let's spend it on parents. Like to us it's no <laughs> it's no hesitation it's like instantly like oh that's what we want to do because that's a, that's our value. Our value is to provide better experiences, better experiences. for our parents because we want to just give them what we experience and like all the fun and all the you don't need a lot of money like like two hundred dollars is a lot again, I understand, but in the context of the experiences are always worth more than materials right or materialistic goods, yeah because it's something that you keep forever. Everyone is always gonna remember oh, the time I got to go on a shopping spree. That, that's a memory. That's a memory that you you have, and yeah. memories is what will last you a lifetime. I think not. I think the what, items that you I have. I
1: think what makes it even a, a more memorable experience is, is sharing those emotions with the people you care about. Yeah. Uh, along with that, you know, th- with that experience. Yeah. So if you're with them, like let's say let's say you you buy your parents a uh, a cake mixer yeah let's say you give them the cake mixer and you say okay you could use it you know happy happy birthday or happy whatever whatever occasion and they use it but it's not gonna be as memorable or as um, as fun as if you were like hey mom and dad here's a cake mixer let's go make some cake together
0: yeah there's right? a uh, in, in one of my favorite books how will you measure your life right yes um, the author, Clay, hope I got that right. <laughs> Sorry if I didn't. But he talked about how when he was building a, a treehouse for his kids or a playground or a saw set or whatever. Um, I
1: think it was a, a playground.
0: Playground. Yeah. His, his kids had so much more fun building the playground and they looked forward to it every day. They're like, yeah, I'm excited. Let's
1: do it. Dad, let's yeah. build the playhouse. And Come then, on.
0: And then when it was done, they're like, oh, a playhouse. (laughs) Yeah, they just didn't play on it anymore. They just didn't care about it. It's because it came easy. And I think that's the same thing with, like, it ties in with the whole anticipation. It kind of goes towards, like, you don't really get fulfillment until you work for something and you get it and then it's like i spent all this effort that's why people love gardening because you put all this effort into it and then it, when it grows you see it grow up that's why people really like having kids because you see it grow up or you see them grow up and then you're like oh, that's what i accomplished that's what i i feel proud for having contributed to that in some way
1: and this right? is why pokemon and like mmorpgs are so big yes, because yes. you're like developing growing yes. something
0: but here's the here's the thing that people yes. don't see yes it's just as fun to grow a relationship (laughs) (laughs) because literally you we get to encourage each other and motivate each other and push each other every day we get to experience and grow and share things with each other every day Mm. and it's not just relationship like romantic relationship between us right it's between our parents like when we give them different experiences we're like Hey, now you get to do this that you've never done before. It's mm-hmm. super different. Yeah, and I think
1: they like the surprises too. Our parents. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I
0: like that they like it. That's the whole point. Like, it, otherwise, it's like, oh my god, Aunt Rachel gave me socks again for Christmas. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> if, you, if you if you give someone a gift or something that they don't truly enjoy
1: or they don't value, they don't
0: value it. It makes no difference. You might as well not have given that gift.
1: Yeah, that's why when I now give gifts to people, I think about what they use, what they like, what they enjoy doing, yeah. and then just try to figure out something right. from there. Yeah. So, so how yeah. I
0: give gifts now is not by how much it costs, by the but by the magnitude of the impact that I want aligned with their values. So, for example, it's like this: if I'm like giving it to like a coworker or something, and I really, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna give him like. Oh, here is a twenty dollar gift card to Barnes and Noble, and he doesn't even read books. And I don't even know if Barnes and Nobles is still alive. Like, <laughs> you know, like like that. Like, yeah. but instead, if he, I know he's really into Star Wars, and I'm gonna really get him something that's related to Star Wars, yeah. even if I don't know him super duper well. Yeah. Like, it's just like maybe even if it's out of obligation that I need to give him something. Like oh, this is a wedding. I need to give him something. I'm still gonna give him something useful that he actually likes, but that's why I say order of magnitude. Because if it's our parents, and like if my dad likes likes a certain kind of fish, I don't care, even if it is one in in, in the middle of February when it is not Like when it's the middle of the February, and I just want to give him a gift because I just saw. <gasps> There's a live grouper available, like the kind that he is, like a leopard grouper. I'm going to buy that live so that I can have it and cook it for him. And yeah. then I'm going to be like, Dad, happy Valentine's Day. And it's like <laughs> Valentine's February day. February 25th uh, that, or something. That's so <laughs> odd. <laughs> no, no, no. It's just like I, I just come up with any kind of excuse or no, any I kind see, of day. I so see. it's like, here, Dad, here's like coffee. Single, happy Single Day. Mayo. Like, I, I was like,
1: I never heard a son give his – dad a valentine's gift it's just <laughs> whatever I, I know i just like yeah the idea it doesn't
0: yeah I, I know but i'm just trying to say like i will figure out whatever way to give an excuse because the whole point isn't even that the whole point mm. is just simply life is short we want to maximize on the experiences that w- that we want the people we care about most of the people we love most to experience yeah so if it means that like our parents get stuff in the middle of the fucking year even if it's like not no, nothing memorable to celebrate just the fact that they're alive just the fact that they're happy just the fact that they're celebrating that moment with us dude that's all you need yeah so that's our belief system and stuff like that And that's why we get to always encourage each other on the same thread no matter what so even though i have a strict schedule or whatever like i'm like i need to do this i need to do this, I need to do this. if you ever said oh i need to get this done fuck everything else Drop all the work. Drop everything I'm doing. I don't care how urgent it is because you're more important. No problem. Which is why they say, or or James Clear in Atomic Habits, he says, don't focus on what is urgent. Focus on what is important. Right? That's a
1: very good advice to follow.
0: Which makes a lot of sense. So, Mm. therefore, relationships to us are more important than the urgency. Of all the things that can matter, it's more important than all the money that matters.
1: Yeah. I was... That was really good. No.
0: Me or the book? Both, I hope.
1: Uh <laughs> oh, she hesitated. <laughs> <Yo>! <laughs> Both of them. I I love it. I love it. <laughs> And I love you. I
0: love you too. <laughs> All right. Anything else you wanna you wanna mention? Because I, t- I talked a lot. My bad. I'm s- i apologize. No,
1: I... it's no problem. Yeah. I, I was just feeling like the sleepiness because I uh, okay, sleep okay, okay. sleep deprived as well. But me too. Yeah, I think we should have some early sleep. But I, r- I really like this conversation. I
0: liked it too. Yeah. Um. I I guess like I one thing I didn't get the chance to hear about, and we don't have to do this if you're tired. But
2: yeah,
0: how did your relationship kind of evolved like your values too because we we mentioned briefly you talked about how you traditional you were and oh, giving right, right, right. everything but how does that how does that evolve to now our relationship
1: okay so like which um, is better <laughs> <laughs> so yes yeah, so in my first and longest relationship uh i played the traditional role where you know the the girl has to cook and clean take care of the hu- um, not husband boyfriend by, by back then and uh, he would have to work earn money of food on the table. And back then, I believed that I was a very committed person. I was very giving because I learned that from my mom. She has a very good quality trait of giving uh, to people, even at the expense of her own happiness and wants and needs.
0: Yeah. Same as my dad.
1: Yeah. And I I highly respect that. I admire that. So I I guess I kind of played it in within myself. Right.
0: I see Um, a lot of you in... I see a lot of her in you,
1: being <laughs> <laughs> her. Or Obviously,
0: like I'm a little, little tired. It's too, okay, but
1: but yeah, I I I just decided to really follow up with that sort of role model like quality uh, of my mom, and so I was always giving to the relationship. I didn't really ask much in return. Just you know, love, love back. That's what, and I would be happy. Milk tea, occasionally, I'd be happy. And, um, you know, so eventually down the road after, I think, the six or seven years when things started getting very shaky, and I didn't understand why it was kind of shaky. But basically, you know, as the longer a relationship goes, the more stale, dual, less sex happens. And uh, I guess, like, it just wasn't as exciting anymore. And I think sex had to play a large part of it. Because it was always routine, uh, it came to the point where it was so boring for him, and also like uh, I wasn't. I, I was as... gonna say, yeah.
0: keep it PG thirteen. Like don't <laughs> no, don't go into. Okay. <laughs> just, just for the sake of the audience for this podcast. Oh, okay, okay.
1: <laughs> so, so basically, it came so so boring that, um, like he would be having to watch porn prior to it just to get stimulated. And every time to the point where it was just porn was probably just enough. Mm. And and yeah, eventually things just went downhill from there. And I wasn't really learning as much or uh, finding things for myself because I I just solemnly believed that if I just give myself my basically my whole life to him, he would appreciate that and respect that yeah uh that's what i believed but actually it turned to be the opposite where he's just like you know hey you know you should find some like new interests or hobbies or like do something for yourself maybe you should find some work uh, maybe take some classes again and i I
0: also suggested that yeah But but in a different context i believe
1: yeah but his uh intention for that was that uh, at the time, he wanted to date other girls, yeah. and he was just trying to get my attention off of him onto something else, mm-hmm. so that it'll be easier to kind of transition, transition, break apart the relationship, distance. Yeah, and I would pretty much be on my own, and he as well. And after after the leaving the relationship, of course, I was really upset and um, sad, depressed almost, and just couldn't really cope until a few years later It was pretty bad um and yeah that's when i started to focus really on work yeah and i was hesitant on having a relationship with you because i'm like thinking about the past and i'm like i don't want the same problem again but at the same time oh it was so nice to have a relationship just having like i missed the cuddles i missed uh the hugs and 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 i think i think i
0: think for both of us who were out of a relationship and then one of the reasons why we were together in a relationship like even though we're not fully ready for it was because there's always that fear of what if i never find anyone else and i die with single for (laughs) the rest of my life like (laughs) so you seize whatever opportunity you can
1: right yeah oh i was more worried about that because i'm a girl i'm gonna lose my looks if i lose my looks i'm not gonna have the you know high quality guys (laughs) at least that's how that's how i saw it so basically I see I saw that age the, the older you get the more supposedly like garbage individual yeah. you are your because nobody depre- wants your beauty you beauty
0: diminishes and depreciates over time yeah Woman's beauty
1: but like uh, for guys it doesn't really matter as much no yeah but that's for, why it's
0: so unequal like the gender roles in society but yeah, yeah but different yeah. topic
1: but yeah anyway so when we started going like dating and eventually to a relationship, I was, of course, keeping a distance, so I didn't want it to give myself all to you. I didn't want to um, uh, be as intimate or, like, put as much attention to a relationship because of my previous past. Yeah. Um, but I think I started seeing a few changes in myself and how I saw the relationship because of how you treated me. Mm-hmm. I think the way you treated me was just so different from my from my ex that in terms of like you know you being more giving, being more thoughtful, you giving me some surprises that I was just like what the and it makes me laugh, you know. Yeah. It's 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 nice. It's I love surprises. You know, I I I just saw all the the effort that you were giving to your relationship that I started to think, you know, maybe it's not so bad if I try to reciprocate. Right. as well you know maybe i could surprise you once in a while maybe i could write you some grateful notes maybe i could write you a morning note you like morning notes
0: just wanted to say like you did that early early on in the relationship as well but it wasn't really grateful notes grateful notes i love and i appreciate yeah but you start you, you tried to like buy me things that i didn't really value or enjoy like uh. here's some bone marrow chips and i was like Thanks.
1: I think there's this book that I gave you too. It was like like how how to to, how how to get more friends or something. No, no, it's (laughs) it's
0: supposedly a good book, but like how to how how to win friends and influence people, and it's it's not a bad book, but like my level at the time was already beyond that book. Like I didn't really have much to learn from that book. Yeah. And so, but when when I I, read
1: that, I was like, this is such a good book. Yeah,
0: and so I'm I'm grateful for it, but it wasn't a book that I was interested in.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but I I just wanted to like. I give give back to you because I just felt you were giving so much to me that, of course, I felt obligated to. Right. Um, also because I wanted to. Um, and, yeah, that just slowly sh- slowly but surely it started transitioning my view on the relationship and that, you know, okay, if he's giving, then maybe it's not so bad to give back. And, you know, placing more value into your relationship because – you saw a lot of me and it made me start to like, I started seeing myself transition to like somebody who's stronger, who's more open and, you know, has a stronger voice.
0: So this, this is just like really interesting. And maybe this is for the audience as well, but I wonder how many relationships out there, one person in the relationship, or maybe even both are holding back is because they're afraid that if they give, them, give it their all, they're afraid that if they're vulnerable, they're not going to get the same amount of attention and effort that they, they've given in. And so that's what stops people mm. from having an even deeper relationship than they can have.
1: Possibly. Right? Mm, interesting I, to think about. I think it's maybe that trust. Yeah. So it's like how much you're willing to give to somebody, how much of your time and attention. Yeah. Um, being
0: vulnerable is hard.
1: Yeah, being vulnerable and also being supportive. So obviously, if the other person and uh, I know I'm still trying to work better at this, but if you're passionate about something and I kind of shut you down with like, "Oh, it's it's not it's a pretty good idea," but I don't show it through my body language. Right. Then you're just not gonna feel. As if you could trust me again with those kinds of.
0: No, I wouldn't want to bring it up. Is because yeah. it's like I would feel disappointed in in the fact that like oh she doesn't really care.
1: Yeah, yeah. and uh, I'm, I'm trying to get better at that. No, you I'm, are. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, but it's like these little cues that you that we go through in a relationship right. that I start to learn more about how I should act, how I should treat mm-hmm. you, um, and I'm slowly transitioning from um, okay, always giving to. Just for myself and trying to really build myself. Mm-hmm. Right. To, and then from there, to balancing between those two. Right. Because I feel like now I feel like I'm almost being like selfish and like trying to always do things for myself and like not consider from your standpoint. Like or, right or now? Or your knees are once. A while ago. Oh, a while ago. Okay. Yeah. I think it was like back in Southeast Asia. Yeah, because I was Asia. like,
0: right now, right now, right now, I think we're doing really yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're having a really good balance. Like. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But basically, I'm like okay, from giving to suddenly being like taking all and like for myself, to just trying to find in between. Yeah. So like, yeah, I'm trying to find a middle ground. I think I'm doing better, but of course, I could always improve on that.
0: We can always improve, but yeah. I'm 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 grateful that you you're willing to put in this much effort for the relationship.
1: Yeah, definitely, and I'm trying to think about the long term benefits as well so with the off control uh, off the birth control pill i see it as this will help us in the future because maybe i'll have like better sex drive i'll have a sharper mind that's what a lot of girls said
0: yeah yeah that that for sure is one, one reason why you should just for yeah. cognitive reasons yeah i would totally encourage because if the
1: pill numbs out all my emotions and possibly my logic maybe being off of it eventually if i hit that break point I could finally like think so clearly about everything and maybe match up to your level. And then we can work ourselves um, from there to where we want to be. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm hoping for that. I know it's still going to be a long transition because it's only been like a week.
0: I'm, I'm excited for it. I am too. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just say that. I love you. (laughs) (laughs) This has been such an enlightening conversation.
1: I bet you like these conversations cuz
0: I love these conversations cuz it cuz it really dives deeper and then it's in real time. So and then so we learn to understand and build more on our beliefs and understanding the way we think. And you know how they say like, "Oh, the best way to learn is to teach it." So, by having these conversations with you in real time, it solidifies the thinking in my own mind. And I'm like, oh, that is the point. That is the key. Oh, and then hearing your perspective on how you thought really opens my mind and makes me forever humble because I remember that I really know nothing, right? The possibilities of someone else's perspective can be so drastically different that i could have never even considered it because how could i even consider mm-hmm. that you're simply saying no to me helping you because you wanted to practice and reinforce willpower yes. right like th- that wouldn't have ever crossed my mind in a million years i just thought like oh okay maybe she just isn't like me and doesn't want me to help because she thinks that I'm gonna fuck up her eggs. Yeah,
1: yeah. You, I, you, you know? we're, we're just different. We act differently. We yeah. believe differently. And, and
0: that's great, is because that is really the essence of what keeps a relationship fresh. Because you're different, but we coexist together. We support each other. We learn from each other. But every day is new, is because you and I are learning new things about each other as we're growing.
1: Yeah. So I can't wait till I have like a clearer, sharper mind and figure out. Sort of like the interests, passions, hobbies that I would be interested in, and hopefully share that with you, and yeah, we could move on from there. So, so super excited, and I think S- that's it. I have to that say
0: that is it. We can call it a wrap. But one last thing.
1: Wrap. It's a tap. Oh. Is I, that I, your new? Is that new, your new passion? No. <laughs> to rap and rhyme. I suck at I rapping. L- I love it. No, I'm just kidding. I actually don't really like rap that much. But like, yeah, I I just haven't. Alright, actually, let me rephrase it. I just haven't found um, have myself to appreciate it yet you because haven't I haven't explored it, it long enough. But yeah. but it's something. Yeah. It's
0: something that I'm really getting into, and I'm I'm yeah. proud to say that I wrote my first poem ever. Okay, totally unrelated. So we're gonna wrap it up here. But cheers to an even stronger relationship and a better future, and to a new and improved you. Yes, cheers. cheers. Mm. all right guys if you like this episode if you liked yourself yada 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 like subscribe (laughs) leave a comment we're always listening we're always hearing you 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 know you know the drill you guys watching of youtube see you guys next time
1: all right bye bye good night bye